0: You are now listening to Well Fed Women, the show that's been radically changing the way women perceive health, fitness and their bodies since 2015. I'm your host, Noelle Tarr. Submit your questions to wellfedwomen at gmail.com. And you can keep up with the show on Instagram at wellfedwomen. Welcome to the Well Fed Women podcast. Happy 2022 and happy almost seven years of podcasting to you, Stephanie. Yay. It seems, it's seems gone so so fast, gone by so fast, but uh feels like forever. This is episode number 358. I'm your host, Noelle Tarr of coconutsandcattlebells.com, and I'm here with my co-host, Stephanie Ruper. And today we're going to be talking about hair care because, of course, how to handle the pressure of making new health and fitness goals and resolutions year after year. Uh, we've done this now seven times. And every year we, we you know, we feel the pressure to make New Year's goals. And so now that we're women who are 30 somethings, how do we handle that? Uh, and we're going to kind of be unpacking all of that. Uh, we're also going to be talking about branch chain amino acids, specifically, which ones to take? What are they? how to incorporate them if you're working out more, and symptoms of histamine intolerance. Steph has some new insight and is going to unpack some things about how she manages that. Before we jump in, like me, many of you are in need of a freaking pick-me-up. Yes, I said freaking. But if you're working on balancing hormones or you're struggling with adrenal fatigue, which I feel like so many of us are just on the cusp of that, right? especially right now, Also known as HBA access issues, coffee can really stress out your body and make everything worse because coffee actually forces your body to free up stored cortisol at rest. And it can make you feel jittery and more anxious, which is why I personally gave it up about a year ago. I do drink decaf for the taste, but I don't drink any more caffeine. But now, to support my body and replace the caffeine, I have been experimenting with a little known adaptogen called cordyceps. It's a well-known adaptogen that research suggests improves energy and stamina. It can really improve your endurance. It can actually help with workouts. Um, It improves your stamina. And it does this without freeing up cortisol. And it can actually improve your stress response by replenishing the adrenals and balancing cortisol levels. So adaptogens right now are my jam because they assist the body in creating and maintaining balance during stressful times. And I also really love reishi and I've been supplementing with it morning and night. And the way that I do that is with a little thing called red juice from Organifi, So while Organifi makes a lot of different adaptogen blends, which I have been using, their red juice is specifically designed for energy support. It's a red berry antioxidant blend. It has a potent blend of adaptogens, including cordyceps, rhodiola, and reishi, and it tastes really good. So I do drink that now mid-morning. So I'll drink a little bit of decaf coffee (laughs) just for the flavor. I'll do my workout. I will have my element. And then that mid-morning, like 11 o'clock, where you just... You got to keep moving. That's where the red juice comes in. Uh, I personally have totally fallen in love with Organifi. They have a lot of different superfood adaptogen blends that are 100% certified organic. They contain high quality ingredients. They're free of fillers and they taste really good, which I think is really important. And they have clinical and effective doses of adaptogens, so they have a lot of different drinks. You can drink some in the morning, midday, or in the evening. For example, they have a green juice. I've been experimenting with that, especially as I've been sick, um, because it has ashwagandha. And then they have this chocolate drink, which I've been drinking at night, especially. It's great during the winter. Um, it's and it's great for nighttime and like helping your body relax, specifically like if you kind of have a lot of anxiety <laughs> at night, um, because it has reishi. So support your body, energy. Immunity, your stress with Organifi. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day if you're doing it daily. Um, you can experience Organifi's high quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to Organifi. So that's O R G A N I F I.com slash well fed. Our code's well fed, 20% off your order. That's a really good deal. And you can use that code over and over again. Organify.com forward slash well fed. Use the code wellfed for 20% off. Again, I would look at the red juice, the chocolate drink. They also have immunity boosters. And I like the green juice as well. But do what works for you. Okay. Hi, Steph. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Lots of twos. Mm. Yikes. Yeah. So I was thinking about, I had a moment, thanks to Instagram. Where, um, you know, when we were growing up, we would talk about the 80s. You know, we were like, oh, the 80s, you know, crazy hair, bands, all the it's all crazy, crazy <laughs> times. <laughs> Kids now who are like 21, that's the 2000s for them. I've got friends in their early 20s
1: and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's that's uh, yep. a <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: 2022.
0: And 20 20- like yep yeah and like you know how the 60s felt so far away like the 60s felt like I don't know so just a away. different world that's the 80s for the the college graduates yeah. right now like yeah that's like when we were born <laughs> 20-
1: 2022 is the same distance from 2000 as uh,
0: 1978 so oh. yeah what's happening yep. time <laughs> entropy <laughs> the right person to ask. <laughs> Physics. So how how are things going? You're still at your mom's house for holiday break. How has yep. it been being with your family?
1: Yeah, I'm so lucky. We're yeah. very functional. I love I love my family. Yeah. So it's it's really lovely. Really, really lovely to be here. And uh yeah, it's very restful. Uh I I've told y'all I work at Harvard, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so um pretty short. Sure. Yeah.
1: It's been going we over since that. We yeah. did-
0: Right, we talked right before the job started. so yeah, we, uh, we bulk we did some bulk recording just because we didn't know your schedule and all that yeah. And,
1: oh, yeah, so um, the job has been really uh, wonderful, very fulfilling. so I mean it's it still hasn't been that long. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but Harvard is um, the Harvard Business School. It goes on break, like everybody's off. you don't have to take time off. you're just off oh, over the oh, holidays. That's great, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so it's very uh, restful right now, which is fantastic. At the same time, I'm like, I got to do stuff. I, I know, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, What can I do to fill my time? You know, dance. Noelle's um, hands are obviously extremely full all of the time, but every <laughs> once in a while, I have nothing in my hands, and I'm like, what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> which is I don't know. It's it's kind of a nice, you know,
0: novel feeling. So yeah, no, I do I do struggle with that too. I think um. Oh, man, it's it's hard when you don't have it's 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 sort of overwhelming feeling. I think a lot of us stay busy because we're that's how we're coping. <laughs> that's how we cope, right? And so, when, yeah. when you don't have anything to do, it's very uncomfortable, and you don't. It's for me in particular, you know. Once I stopped finding my worth in my exercise and my fitness and my food and all the things like health and fitness, which a lot of women grow up doing we're very quick to shift our worth to other things. And for me, for a lot of women, it's productivity and what are you doing and how efficient you are. And so if I'm not producing, if I'm not doing something, I often feel like I am, uh, I have this weird feeling, like the sinking feeling of like, I'm getting behind or I'm, everybody else is moving forward and I'm getting left in the dust and it's not healthy, but you know, that's so I think kids have had to kids have changed me in a way. I'm still busy, but I have had to say, Noelle, are you really going to put X thing in front of like just sitting and being with your kids? Cause it's hard. Sometimes just sitting and being with your kids is like, I'm not, this isn't productive, but it is in a different way. So it's always something I struggle with too.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You don't always have to be doing stuff.
0: You don't. <laughs> nope. and it's, it's actually pretty healthy. To have some some downtime and some rest. Um, Are you enjoying the work that you're doing, like that the the research and stuff?
1: I am. It feels it's very different from running my own thing and producing my own content. But I also really appreciate the contrast. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just different different kinds of stress, I guess, or different um, kinds of uh, goals. And so it feels really good to take skills that I've. Developed in the service of my own stuff, and and deploy them for somebody else's mission, which I really believe in. Yeah, I think it's yeah. really important. Um, you know, just uh, yeah. So, uh, it's it's been it's been quite uh, quite fulfilling and a lot of opportunities for growth for me. Of course, I do have to adapt to uh, waking up mm. waking up in the morning, uh, which is not insignificant for me, but it's going, it's going okay. And I think the routine is actually quite, it's helpful. And I, I do, again, it's just different, but there it's different from all of the time just shuffling around my own stuff and thinking about how I could be doing this or I could be doing that. But now I do have, like, I do weekends, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know, like it's, it's just different. Um, and I like it. It's a nice opportunity for growth.
0: Yeah. One of the, yeah. the one thing that has remained constant over the last seven years has been your your <laughs> random sleep schedule struggle. Like what 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 thing is making Steph now change her her sleep? <laughs> so, yeah. she going to be normal. Yeah. Are she up all night or what's she doing now? <laughs> and well,
1: and it's just, you know, my whole life I struggled with sleep. And so it it became so important to me. And I actually I thought about this the other night and I'll just share it because I think it's. Maybe it'll resonate with somebody. The, I, we always talk about with food, like the things that you can't have are the ones that you want the most, right? And or that you know psychologically we end up falling into those patterns. And I, this is always the analogy I use. I always tell people like, don't think about polar bears, and everybody's thinking about polar bears. I don't know why I use polar bears, but that's always what I do. I've probably said it on the podcast like <laughs> you don't did. Think, don't yeah. think, about, don't think about polar. Um, yeah, and I think. I think for sleep, it's very much been that for me is because sleep was the thing I struggled with. And so it became so important to me. Mm. Right. And when I couldn't have it right, it just it became kind of magnified in importance. But now there's something more important. Right. And I think people often go through this uh, when they have kids or something. Right. Like,
0: yeah,
1: I right like it's just it's less important. And it's not something that can happen between certain hours of the day. Okay, fine. Great. Great. You know, and so, so sometimes, you know, sometimes rules can be very helpful for us in that way, because it just sort of, it's imposing a regularity on me that I never had before and a deprioritizing, you know, I can't shuffle my life around to make sure that I get a certain number of hours every day. Okay. Okay. You know, um, okay. And it's kind of um, helped. It's like sort of pulled sleep off of That very high pedestal I've had it on my whole life. And this isn't to say that sleep isn't important. I know how important it is to be restful. But sometimes, you know, letting go of our attachment to things actually helps us develop a healthier relationship with them.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's like forced flexibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, So did you, can you, so in our discussion, I have a link for you. Oh, yeah. I saw. I haven't clicked it yet because I wanted to be surprised. Okay. Okay. Click it. Oh, some okay, wow. so backstory, and I need to know what you yeah. do with your hair, okay? Backstory in our Facebook group, somebody was like, "Hey, you know, are there any straighteners? Do anybody recommend you know good, a good straightener?" And some, and I had tried to hijack the thread, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, can I also ask? Does anybody have any good curling iron recommendations? Because I've been using the same mm-hmm. curling iron. I'm pretty sure it's like a Hot Tools curling iron from, I don't know, a decade yeah. ago." <laughs> Like, I don't, I'm like, are there, be- what are, how do people do their hair now? Yeah. So somebody gave, posted this wow. link, which is a spin curler. So you, you pull your, your hair in it and it spins it. And I mean, it, it creates like a ringlet effect, which I don't necessarily, I'm not looking for like ringlets, but wow. And like, it ha- look at all the reviews. Like this is, these are know, things the Temperature people, settings. yeah, people are using these really fancy things now. It's really amazing.
1: Yep. Have you um, seen any I've anything? seen them like that. I've seen them on Instagram, yeah. Okay. Cuz you know, there's a woman in her car and she's like, "Oh no, I've got 4 minutes to look <laughs> thin." And then, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Bam! Look at these ringlets." Yeah, I think it looks really nice. Uh and I my whole life wanted to have hair that looked like that. At yeah. the same time, there's just there's not a chance in any universe that I just, I'm not, it's never, I'm never going to, it's never going to be a part of my day. Plus Mm -hmm. my hair is super short now, so I can't curl it. Actually, I just cut it in the bathroom, in my mom's bathroom, like over the sink and toilet, like Stephanie, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's just a little bit below my chin right now. And I do nothing. Actually, I don't even, I prefer not to use conditioner um, because when my hair is a little, yeah. When my hair is because when, when my hair is conditioned, it gets softer and it lays flatter. And I like having more volume in my hair because my face is like almost an like an elongated oval shape. Yes. So I'm, I, I'm, you know, and so having volume in my hair is really uh, helpful, which is hysterical because I had very long straight hair my whole <laughs> life. Um, and it was lovely. Yeah, you did. But – Uh, Yeah. So now I have really short hair and I don't condition it. I don't even comb it usually, actually. Oh, my gosh. And I cut it. I cut it myself dry. I always cut it dry because, you know, because my hair lays a certain way. So I just cut it dry. Are you using
0: hair cutting scissors? No. To cut your hair?
1: I mean, they're little and they're like, uh, no, I don't think so. No, they're little scissors. Like they go, they can go on the airplane with me, but they're not made for cutting hair. Um, yeah. And I mean, y'all follow me on Instagram. It doesn't look horrible.
0: No, your hair, it does not look horrible. Your hair looks great. Thanks. Yeah. yeah so that's
1: what I do. Yeah. Wow. And I just like trim it, you know. Okay. I, and a haircut takes me like about a week of like touch ups, you know, because yeah. I'll like do it once. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, no, I got like. T-t-t-t-t. So, yep, that's what I do. But this hair cooler is cool. Did you get one?
0: No, I didn't. I still, guys, if you have recommendations. So here's the thing. I have very, very <laughs> long hair and, um, we have been getting a lot of questions about like safe and clean hair care. And I am, I have tried so many things, so many shampoos, so many conditioners from Whole Foods. I've tried, you know, I, I don't necessarily know how to get my hair to like hold curl very well because it is really, like you said, long and soft. And I'm assuming that's because of the conditioner. But what I use now is just the beauty counter shampoo. It's like an everyday shampoo and conditioner. I love that. And then I've I've talked about this too. Like when I work out, I get, um I don't know if it's scalp psoriasis or what it is. It comes and goes. And I will use like a salicylic acid shampoo for that that I got at Whole Foods. But um because that's the only place that I know that has like a bunch of different natural hair care brands that you can try mm-hmm. and like look at the ingredients and just kind of browse so um i still use a barrel curling iron and i don't know if that's what everybody does but that's how i get like the long my hair doesn't hold that ringlet but it you know it has like a wave to it and then it falls out mm-hmm. within a few hours but at least the ends are, are not just straight they're sort of curled under when i was young yeah, and that that like st- that stays yeah yes that stays and when so i was younger so. i used to just curl the ends it was funny um But I need to, I probably need to spend more time in that. But I, this is cool. Like, I really am like, wow, this is really interesting. So a few years ago, my husband got me the Dyson hair dryer for Christmas. That has actually been really, really great for long hair. It does dry a lot faster. And I have found that my hair is not as like, just like worn out by that or like, I don't know, burnt, (laughs) That damaged is the word. So I love that. And they also have hair tools, but I'm like, yo, these are that's an investment. So we haven't, I haven't, I haven't even looked at that, but um, so yeah. that's cool. It's a whole world. It's a, it's a whole new world. Yeah. Well, pretty much,
1: I don't know, pretty much anything you buy these days. There's so many options.
0: It's know, overwhelming.
1: All that choice. It's it, overwhelming. Yeah.
0: If y'all have it, some um, recommendations, please post them in, in Facebook or send me a DM of like, I love this hair, like curler or something. And I, cause I need a new one, but. Um, I use every one,
1: three and one soap from whole foods. It's like 10 bucks and it's giant and it lasts forever. And I use it on everything I need to wash and that's it. (laughs) I have other stuff that I like throw in, you know, just for fun. Yeah, I I really like switching up shampoos and Mm -hmm. all like lotions and stuff too, because, you know, they're, they're made differently. So you can... Give your hair or your body something new. Um, I like like switching it up, but this, but the everyone three in one is my like staple.
0: Yeah. My husband's used that. We, I'm not picky about shampoos. I am very, very picky about conditioners. Very, I don't condition. So So the beauty counter conditioner is the only (laughs) one that actually like will like make my hair soft. All the other ones are, I've had some bad experiences, bad hair days, bad experiences. But anyway, um, Okay, cool. Let, shall we move on to questions? Let's go. If you are active and follow a whole foods diet, you need to be thinking about electrolyte replacement. Take it from me, who did not consider electrolytes for a very long time. Don't make the mistake I did. <laughs> so here's the deal. You lose electrolytes when you sweat, like when you're working out, even when you're doing things like going into a sauna, and when you go to the bathroom. These electrolytes have to be replaced through your diet or through supplementation. And if you're following a whole foods diet, which is naturally low in sodium, you can actually be chronically deficient in electrolytes. And even if you salt your foods, it may still not be enough if you are working out and sweating Regularly, So this can show up as, or a deficiency can show up as dizziness, muscle cramps, headaches, fatigue, seeing stars when you stand up, sleep disturbances, especially on workout days, which was my experience. Electrolytes are important because water absorption in your body is dependent upon the absorption of key electrolytes like sodium and magnesium and potassium. And if you are guzzling water throughout the day or you find yourself super thirsty, you can actually be flushing out your electrolytes and you may actually be in need of electrolytes not more water. Element makes grab and go electrolyte replacement supplementation. You just take an Element Recharge packet tear it open, mix it with water and sip on it. There is no sugar, gluten fillers, artificial ingredients, and it's paleo friendly. I've been using Element regularly on workout days and it has made such a difference for me in the last year. I don't feel so thirsty or empty throughout the day. I don't have that dizziness I used to when I go from sitting to standing post-workout. And just as a tip, when you're drinking it, mix it in about 16 ounces of water. And then if it starts to get a little salty at the end, just add a bit more water and stir and sip on it as needed, which is what I do. I always, It's called second drink. <laughs> um, that's what I do throughout the day while I'm sipping on it. So grab a free sample pack of Element by going to drinklmnt.com forward slash well fed all you have to do is pay for shipping so it's a box of eight again that's drink so d-r-i-n-k element l-m-n-t dot com forward slash well fed you can click on get yours and if you have already bought yourself some boxes use that link to buy three boxes and get one free which is what we do let's talk about the first one which is the obligatory new year's goals post or what question uh this is from Jody she says what are your thoughts on new year's resolutions and how to stick to them if you make them
1: so i think new year's resolutions is pretty, i think it's pretty cool i think it's i think it like all things man like all things <laughs> you can do it really well or you can do it really poorly like mm-hmm. i think everything can be you know what i mean people will be like oh this oh that anything can be done well or badly right and i think um it's cool that the world sort of takes this moment to take a deep breath and say here we are stepping into the new year. I love New Year's as a holiday. You know, and I love yeah I love yeah, it. Um, yeah. And I don't always have resolutions. I, I don't like normally make a list. And I think often it's approached as like, oh what like What deficits do I have that I can do this or what like other things other people have that I can try to do or just like it can often be done in a very superficial way like, oh, here are some things and I'm going to do them. Or you can, you know, if you if you want to make a change, of course, you can make a change at any time. Doesn't have to be at New Year's. But if you're taking stock, if you like to take stock and there's something you'd like to do and there's something you'd like to stick to. right? It's one thing to be like, oh, in the new year, I'd like to but if it's something you'd like to stick to, then what I would recommend is doing what we might do in any time that we might want to make a change, which is educate ourselves about what it takes to make that change, uh, get uh, get cozy in our own brains and understand ourselves and how we relate to that, and then make a realistic plan and do it, and regularly remind yourself why you're doing it to stay motivated. And stick to it and change it if you get some data that suggests that changing it would be more conducive to your long-term flourishing. <laughs> but, and also, of course, if you miss, it's totally okay. Remind yourself again why you're doing it and keep going, right? None of the things we do in our lives have to be perfect. They just have to happen more often than not, <laughs> right? So like, be mm-hmm. consistent. I think being consistent is so important. And a part of that consistency is being forgiving with yourself. You know, it's staying loyal to the goal, even though you're not perfect at it necessarily. And then you keep going and then you build momentum. And, <laughs> you know, I'm reading about like workplaces and stuff and all these companies, they talk about like the flywheel. And it's this thing that like is really, you know, it takes a lot of energy to get going. But since you've put it in, it kind of has, it has inertia, it has momentum and it keeps going and it can go faster and faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. And I often, I, momentum is, really important, I think. Um, and then you just, you build slowly over time and it's easier, you know, to keep going when you have that momentum behind you. But yeah, so those are, those are the basic, those are the basic things. I personally, uh, new year's resolutions. I haven't sat and and made a list of things to do. I'm always doing, you know, improvement things. The thing that I am working on right now, uh, is being, uh, more oriented towards, Uh, being positive and lighthearted is a word on my mind a lot. I think so much, it's very easy to feel heavy and to be weighed down and suffering is real and it has always been real and it will always be real. Uh, But if I can be light, you know, can I help lighten other people? You know, so those are sort of, I have a friend also, she picks a theme like a word, like a theme for her year. And in my theme for 2022 following in that, you know, tradition might be like lightness um, or light. Um, yeah, or peace or joy or something. I really like those a lot too. But anyway, those are my New Year's thoughts.
0: I like that. I yep. think, I think um, it's interesting as the more you grow and, and the more I think you have the years of the, the being, you know – really being bought into diet culture, which is this culture that you always should be on a diet and your New Year's resolution should be some, somewhat or somehow focused on your weight and you, or your fitness. Like you need to, that's what a New Year's goal is, right? Traditionally, our society and health and fitness, um, what I would consider to be like fitness culture or wellness culture, a lot of that is you need to change yourself. Let's focus on you and fixing your body and it, your weight and your flaws and all that kind of stuff January 1st. And so as we kind of grow grow up, I guess, um, mature, whatever, move past being sort of like seeing that as a New Year's resolution, I think it does become much more appealing. New Year's is is a much more... It's an interesting time to really reflect on what am I doing that I want to do more of? What what am I doing that fulfills me, that I that I love, that that I'm being called to, that I want to do more of? And what am I what am I not proud of? What are the things that I think I need to let go of? If I look back on the year, what are my not so proud moments and how can I move forward with that? And like, you know, have a fresh start in the new year. I do. I I love that. So I, I kind of I'm moving into this place now where I'm like cool I, I do enjoy the opportunity to make these changes and and goals and focus on where do you want me God and what what do you want me to do and where is my time best served? And how can you know, where are my children going to be in the next year? And how do I want to be involved in that? Like, where, where what's the foundation we're setting for our family? I think that's a really beautiful thing. And it's a really great opportunity to, you know, change change for the better. Doesn't have to be focused doesn't have it doesn't have to do anything with your weight if you don't want it to it doesn't have to be any sort of, you know, you don't have to focus on your health. You don't have to focus on improving your fitness. You don't have to do any of that if you don't want to. Now, I think it's a great opportunity to. But I actually think January 1st, when it comes to your health and fitness, is kind of just another day. You know, you can absolutely say, I'm going to get to the gym and I'm going to do things. But if you're trying to move forward in a way that is unsustainable, then it's not going to last. You know, I worked at gyms for many years and everybody had this idea of like, I'm going to do this. And so they would go out hard. They wouldn't have proper accountability. They wouldn't have this long term mindset. It's I'm going to go to the gym three days a week, every, every week this, you know, this year. And what you said, Stephanie, about perfectionism is huge. You do not have to do it perfectly for it to be effective or for it to stick or for you to pursue your goals. Most of your goals should be like hard to achieve and you're going to land still somewhere very close to that. But if you if it that goal is like really easy to achieve, uh, achieve, it's not really hard enough. And if it's too hard to achieve, you're going to get discouraged. So it it needs to be you need to have realistic expectations and also understand that perfection is not the goal. If you have to if you get sick, which a lot of people do in January and February, if you things happen, you've got to pick up your kid from school early or whatever, you are going to get thrown off. You're going to get thrown off course. And so we have to be able to approach our goals with more grace, with less perfectionism, which is very hard to do. But with the understanding that we're trying to just every we're we're just moving forward and there's nothing that's moving you backwards. You're just moving forwards. If you have to take some days off, great. That's fine. You can take a week off from the gym and then, you know, don't have don't put so much pressure on yourself to get back in there and to make up for lost time and all that stuff. This is why we see the gyms packed in January and empty again in February. And so I I I think that the best way to stick to to your goals is to not have that mindset and also to have proper accountability. So have somebody who's supporting you, who can check in with you, who can help you see outside of yourself because sometimes, obviously, we are our own worst critics and we're going to be a lot harder on ourselves. And especially if you're struggling with things like adrenal fatigue or hormone imbalances, your mind is going to say, I want to do all this. And your body's going to say, maybe not right now is the time. Maybe I need to take a day off. And that is actually what leads to long-term success. And that's what makes something sustainable, whether it's a change in your eating, whether it's, you know, fitness, uh, a workout plan, being able to be flexible is, is the healthiest way to move forward, you know, which is the opposite message of diet culture. Diet culture wants us to be in 100% control and they've even created you know you fell off the wagon cuz you took a day off or whatever you took a week off it there was no wagon to begin with like you nothing happened it's fine you can just start noon tomorrow just start again like everybody falls off the you know the quote unquote wagon and so once we can see that i think it gives us a much um better perspective but also just like a better mindset of of how Like health is not a destination. Right. And and your goal is is, you know, you have you may have a specific goal, but you can land. It may take longer to reach there and that's reach that goal. And that's perfectly fine. You may not reach it perfectly. And that's fine, too, because as you're approaching that goal, as you're trying to reach that goal, you may find that that goal is not really right for you anymore. and You want to do something else. Right. And so just be willing to have that flexibility. Um, Is that would. Yeah. And then she has a second question here, Steph. She says, "What are your favorite winter winter comfort foods that are healthy? <laughs> I have in my notes winter comfort
1: foods question <laughs> mark. I don't know. I don't really get the food comfort thing. I microwave <laughs> little potatoes for question oh, no. marks. <laughs> so I like I absolutely underst- like, yeah, I don't, I don't uh, I know a lot I know that there's a lot of um uh, yeah, uh, comfort food.
0: Yeah, it's a thing. I know it's a it thing. It is a thing. You don't have comfort foods like, like casseroles or soups? Like, Mm-mm. like no? Mm-mm. No, I
1: don't. I just, I personally, this is very much a personal preference. I just, I don't, I just don't like it. I just, I just don't like, uh, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, something I do. What are your very, favorite foods, Stephanie?
0: <laughs> what are your favorite foods? How about that?
1: I eat a lot of salad. <laughs> um, I eat a lot of salads. I like salad uh, too. I get it. Well, you know, currently I'm eating a very I'm eating low histamine, and that's pretty restrictive. Um, I love potato salad. <laughs> I think mayonnaise is the best condiment in the history of condiments, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and and it's it's great for a low histamine diet. Uh, so are you eating marks? Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there are Primal other brands. Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, Primal Kitchen, um, they use a lot of avocado oil, and avocado is actually kind of high in histamine, so relatively speaking. Um, oh, there's a, Lord. There's a, there's a keto mayo I really like that's made out of MCT oil. Who makes that? Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that exists. Wow. Yeah. Hang on. Let me Google it real quick. This needs to be Googled. Um, keto mayo MCT. Yeah, so it's uh chosen foods oh okay yeah they do a
0: lot of that kind of they stuff they have it at
1: yeah they have it at Whole Foods yeah so um what do I yeah I love yeah I'm eating a lot of potatoes right now actually and those are good comfort foods so something I like to do is I buy the little ones and then I just put them in a bowl and put it in the microwave for four or five minutes and that's it <laughs> I don't like add salt and olive oil or something so um, why don't why don't why don't we have Noel talk about I, food? <laughs> I can take this one. So <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I just spend like two minutes just stammering about how I don't understand comfort foods.
0: Bye. <laughs> oh man. Okay, comfort foods. Let me think. Um, I'm gonna be honest. My favorite food right now. This is not a comfort food, but my favorite food right now are the Siete potato chips. Oh my gosh! No, they your have Instagram is about siete potato chips (laughs) pretty much all the time i'm always talking about whatever i'm eating but like siete wise uh but they're they have a like they just more like in the last few months they became more readily available they have sea salt they have salt and vinegar they have a fuego potato chip oh it's so good so when i think about comfort foods i think about like a soup I can like put some potato chips on top. Um, But no, I, I do have a lot of. So obviously I create. I'm in the I'm a food blogger. So I create recipes for those of you who did not know this. And on my website, I have been trying to do more soups. I think I have. I don't have a ton because they are a little bit more labor intensive, but I'm getting to a point in my life where I really enjoy that. Not necessarily being labor intensive because my goal with all of my recipes is to keep it simple. But I have been working on trying to just get some really good like quick and easy dinners, but that are great, really great for, you know, like you want something to heat you up. My number one favorite, I guess I would say comfort food is uh, a chili. Now, the chili is actually in our book, Coconuts and Kettlebells. It's called the bison sweet potato chili. I actually never use bison because it's a little bit more expensive. We always just use grass-fed ground beef. I double it. I put it all into the slow cooker. And we do that now once a week. And then we have leftovers because if you double it, you're going to have a full dinner's worth, like a dinner and a half's worth for another day, which always we always end up using it that same week because life... Chili's my fave. There is an enchilada soup recipe on my website. I did that last year. It is so good. I did not know how much I actually would like enchilada soup, but it is good. Uh, I use a siete enchilada sauce and it's, it's just to die for. I've also been working right now, I have my tab open here on a Zupa Toscana soup. So that is like a a soup that is apparently they serve it at Olive Garden so I'm trying to make it like a Whole30 or just like a healthier version I, I don't necessarily care about it being Whole30 but I knew I know some people do especially in the new year um, so it's got like ground pork sausage and bacon it's got bone broth and then you you put in some like potatoes and you know garlic and kale and it's a cream based soup so I'm going to use coconut milk instead of like a, a cup of cream so I'm really excited about that. I think my number, probably the the thing that's most popular on my website, it is a healthy chicken broccoli casserole. So I've already made that a couple times this year, but it's your traditional chicken, chicken broccoli casserole like you would remember having as a kid. Um, and I love it, love it with rice in there. I mean, you, traditionally you use rice. I also have an option where you can just use cauliflower rice, but I love using, you just like use leftover cooked rice. And you saute uh, chicken and broccoli in one pan. You make this like homemade cream of mushroom soup in the other. And you just combine it all in a casserole dish with your leftover rice. And it is to die for. Um, so that's my stuff. Other than that, I, I, you know, to me, I like my chocolate. So comfort foods are like, I want really fungy brownies. <laughs> so that's what I do in the winter. I make uh, like brownies and. I have a mug cake. Do I have a mug cake? Is it in the book? Coconuts and kettlebells. Uh, I think no. I might have. I think I have a mug cake in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think it's in there. Do you have the book? Yeah. Um, it's it's in yeah it's in the book. There's a really great like chocolate mug cake that I think is very warm and wonderful. Um, so there you go, comforting. Potato chips and brownies. That's what I got for you guys. Wow! At the same, at the
1: same time. I don't think so. What do you eat? Did y'all ever? Did y'all ever? Maybe we need a vote on this. Y'all ever put potato chips inside your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? No. Mm -mm. Okay. I'll try it. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. No. Is that what you did growing (laughs) up? Is that what you ate at school? I Love it. Yes, I'm full of nostalgia right now. I love it. (sighs) Also, I remember the mud cake was was that. was that a cake or was it like bite size? in the recipe.
0: Hmm. Can you say the question in a different way? I don't know. <laughs> like that was the, a, uh, the mud
1: cake in the in coconuts and kettlebells.
0: No mug. M U G. It's in a mug.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that. No wonder. I'm like, wait a second. I was trying bite to size? picture it in my head. I'm like, I know it's in there, but what does it look like? It's in a mug. That sounds. That does sound very comforting. You know what? My really comfort. Nice food is coffee it's
0: coffee (laughs) that works too after two months packed with holiday stress and traveling and obligations in life it's easy to feel stressed worn out and tired at the start of the year so if you're feeling like you need a holiday from the holidays do yourself a favor and start taking magnesium breakthrough every night before you go to bed, just like me. Why? Because stress depletes your magnesium levels, as does pregnancy. And magnesium is critical for getting deep restorative sleep. Magnesium actually increases GABA, which encourages relaxation on a cellular level, and it is so critical for sleep. And because stress depletes magnesium, this is a fact, this also means magnesium is needed to support your body's stress response. So if you're stressed and you're not sleeping you definitely need more magnesium. The reason Magnesium Breakthrough is so effective is because it's the only organic, full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress relief and better sleep, all in one capsule. So when you get all seven critical forms of magnesium, pretty much every function in your body gets an upgrade from your sleep to your brain, from stress to pain to inflammation. I've been taking it... Every night, probably for the last two years, I take two at night, and it's really the only nutrient that is an absolute must daily for both me and my husband. And when I'm more stressed, sometimes I'll up it. Sometimes I'll take three capsules. So for our exclusive offer, go to magbreakthrough.com slash wellfed and use the code wellfed10 to save 10% when you try Magnesium Breakthrough. And if you're trying to reorder, that's the best place to go because that's where the best discounts are. This is where I actually place my order. Again, it's mag breakthrough, M-A-G, and then the word breakthrough. So B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H dot com forward slash well fed. Our code is well fed 10 for your exclusive 10 percent discount. That <laughs> do. There's things that I, I'm a pretty when it comes to food. And what I eat every day, I'm a pretty darn regular person. I know you are too, but I don't want right. I don't I don't want anything else. I want my things. <laughs> I want my things when exactly I want them. So and yeah. I I blow through some potato chips because the chips are just like a little salty snack. I usually just do leftovers, whatever we had for dinner. I'll have that for lunch, but it's still like, especially if I've worked out that day, I still am always <laughs> really hungry. So I just. I go through the siete potato chips, man, when you have a family of four. And then, of course, whenever, whenever I'm eating, my kids always like they don't even if I just open the pantry and look at the they're like, chips, more chips, like run up. So, I, you know, you have to share. So it's just very it just all goes fast. So he's my husband's actually doing the grocery shopping right now. With both kids. God bless him. And I was like, make sure you get more potato chips. I mean, he's like, what flavor? I'm like, just get them all and get all the bags. Just all of them. Coffee, potato chips. Ugh. In, in peanut butter and jelly. Like, with jelly? Oh, it's so good. Uh-uh. Trust me. Trust so I used to, my 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 sandwich was peanut butter and honey.
1: Oh, I bet potato, potato chips would go good with that, too. Mm. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. This okay. is, from, this okay. is like The most major point of disagreement we've ever
0: had. I, I don't think like don't put peanut butter on my chips. I don't want this like, your your peanutty stuff. I want the salty. I and bet the there are listeners out there that understand
1: exactly the joy I'm talking about right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I bet they're out there. Yeah. Okay, well, you guys okay. can go
0: on your desert island. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you you put peanut butter on your potato <laughs> chips.
1: And jelly. The jelly is very important. You put them inside a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like you bring your brown bag to school, you take out your PB&J, uh, and no. you get some chips from your friend and put them in your put them inside your sandwich.
0: No. Okay.
1: Questions
0: are two. over my face. <laughs> Question number 2 is from Lauren. What brand chain amino acids are you taking and then also can you talk about healing mom and baby's gut following IV antibiotics during labor? So, Good yes, job. Lauren. <laughs> um, I actually when we first started working out pretty heavily and we were working out intensely doing that CrossFit stuff, me and my husband, we ordered a lot of different supplements actually because of Rob Wolf. He was talking about supplements to take when you're working out. And so, branching amino acids was one of them. So, it has always been on my radar. Now, branching amino acids, they're just a group of essential amino acids leucine, isoleucine, valine. Your body cannot produce them on your own, you need to get them from your diet. They are in foods like dairy products beef, chicken fish, eggs. When you're consuming them however through food y- like or like whey protein shakes for example they have they're peptide bound so they have to go through digestive processes before being assimilated and absorbed but in supplement form so when you're taking them as like a powder or a pill, they're in their free form so your body can immediately use them and why? So many people like branched chain amino acids and why people take them after a workout or even during is because there's a ton of positive research on branched chain amino acids. So the general consensus is that they help decrease exercise induced muscle damage because when you are working out, whether you're doing endurance stuff or strength training, you are actually damaging your muscles. And so your body has to use resources. It literally, quite literally has to feed your muscle of uh, so that it can repair and grow and get stronger from there. So branching amino acids are this, this fuel for your muscles, the fuel that your body really needs to, you know, improve like muscle recovery and lead to muscle growth and all growth and all the things. They've even found that like if you take it during, so like while you are doing like, let's say an endurance workout, your body, I mean, I think this is probably a well-known fact, but your body actually uses your muscles for fuel. That's why a lot of endurance athletes are very, very lean and don't have muscle, right? Because it it makes you a little bit more efficient. You can run, you run lighter, you run faster, but also when you're doing this endurance stuff, your body is using your muscles for fuel. And so like when, I don't know, like, I don't know if anybody knows what like a gel pack is, like a goo pack, some goo packs, which is just like basically like a I don't know. It's like a gel. It's basically sugar and some other things that you would need if you're doing a long, long distance run. That's those gel packs have branched chain amino acids in it, so that your body is breaking down less muscle, and you're giving your body some of those branch chains to just to fuel your body and actually like reduce muscle um, degradation or just like using your muscles for energy. So anyway. I think that the um, science is pretty like solid on it. Um, And I have once I started working out three days a week and I started getting like pretty sore after workouts and I just felt like I wasn't recovering very well. I felt like my knee wasn't handling things very well. I started incorporating it and I do feel like it has helped. So I use pure encapsulations. I will link to that in the show notes. Pure encapsulations. I looked at quite a ver, like a large variety of them and I really wanted to be able, like you really should take somewhere between like five to seven grams potentially, like after your workout, which can be a lot. So I wanted to just start with taking like three grams, three to four grams. And so that means taking six of those pills. So I wanted the pills to have a quite a concentrated dose. I was not interested in taking like 10 pills after a workout, and I wanted it to be, you know, free of fillers and all the things. So I, li- I like the Pure Encapsulations brand. I do think it has helped. I may up it a little bit, but um, I-, I-, I think it's definitely helped. And if you're doing a lot of heavier lifting, I think it's it's important for sure. So the last part of this is healing mom and baby's gut following IV antibiotics during labor. I don't think this has to be um, super overwhelming or stressful or complicated. I'm assuming you were GBS um, positive. So your midwives or your doctor recommended the IV antibiotics during labor. Your baby. I just actually did a full, a big old episode with Megan Garcia, which I'm very excited about. It'll be coming out shortly in February. I also have done an episode with her just about taking care of yourself and your baby and like how to restore like baby gut health, basically. So she has some interesting thoughts. So definitely listen to that one. But I would not stress about this. So I had IV antibiotics with my first, even though it was an unmedicated birth, that was actually the only thing that I I my midwives said you need to, you know, I, I gave birth both times in hospitals um with midwives, but both births were completely unmedicated. The first time I gave birth, the thing that I had to do was the IV antibiotics during labor. And I did all the research. And at that time, that's what I felt comfortable doing. So I think I did potentially have a choice, but like the midwives are really wanting me to do it and the hospital really wanted me to do it. So at that time, that's just the choice that I made. So I um, did not really stress about it too much. I always take a probiotic. I eat probiotic foods. So for yourself and your gut, you make sure that you're eating sauerkraut and probiotic foods. Make sure, you know, kimchi is great. Take a really solid probiotic, something I love, um, P3OM by Bioptimizers, I think. And I think our link is bioptimizers.com slash wellfed. Or you can just use our code wellfed 10 for 10% off. I love megaspore biotic, which is what we're taking now. Again we rotate probiotics. So focus on yourself. If you are breastfeeding, your baby will be absolutely fine. All that all the healthy gut bugs and even the prebiotics, which is what's really important, will be in your breast milk. So um, do some breastfeeding and I, I think you just don't you just don't stress about it. Not worth it. Not worth it to stress. Um, and and Ben Garcia has other recommendations if there was a C-section. Um, so your baby did not pass through the vaginal canal and like what she would recommend in those scenarios. Again, she's now kind of on the train of with all of her research, breastfeed. If you can't breastfeed, she has some recommendations. There's like a couple different baby probiotics that you can experiment with. But prebiotic powder is also really important in the, in those scenarios. Um. Okay, so question number three is from Leonie. This one's for you. Stephanie Rupert has spoken about being histamine intolerant, and last episode spoke briefly that she would notice sometimes her voice fades, which, by the way, Steph, now I've been thinking about that too, and I can actually pick up on it, which is so interesting. This has been randomly happening to me for a while now, and I don't know why. Could you talk more about this, please? Have a lovely break. Uh, hi
1: yeah thank you um quick histamine related note uh, my mother just brought me a coffee which I'm very excited about hi mom uh, and <laughs> noel says hi um everybody says hi so um in my notes well sure I'll talk about how my voice goes gravelly I sound kind of gravelly today don't I um, yeah I uh-huh. So today, for the first time in a long time, I tried uh, bringing back some cheese, mm. and that's kind of the only thing I've eaten today, and that that could be why, because um, cheese is aged um, and is often, but not always, higher in histamine. So, um, and I also, of course, you know, there are other things that can cause your voice to um, be a little scratchy like this. Um a postnasal drip. Any antihistamine medications can cause your throat to dry out. Um, acid reflux can affect your vocal cords. That sort of thing. Uh, but histamine can cause your larynx to swell. It feels like that might be what's happening for me. Uh, but uh, yeah, histamine is a is a very important part of your immune system, and it participates in your body um, in a lot of different ways. Like it's an important molecule. Uh, But like all things, uh, too much is too much, right? So uh, often histamine is talked about as like your body is a bucket or you have a histamine bucket. And ideally, your levels are in the middle or near the bottom of the bucket. But if the bucket fills up and boils over, then you're going to get a bunch of histamine related symptoms. And the problem is uh, your body degrades histamine, right? It processes histamine at a certain rate depending on certain factors and often uh, you you don't, your body doesn't keep up with the rate at which um, you're either producing it or consuming it, right? So um, there's all these uh, different factors uh, to take into account and histamine can cause, oh, it's just so right up my alley, um, headaches, insomnia, agitation, those are like my three. <laughs> I'm very irritable. Um, you know, uh, anything that you commonly associate with allergies, changes in blood pressure, respiratory stuff, skin stuff. I mean, histamine is, uh, yeah, uh, is is involved in a lot of things that happen in the body. Um, so uh, there are two primary enzymes in the body uh, that process histamine. One is found primarily but not exclusively in the gut. It's called DAO, D-A-O, which stands for Diamine oxidase. Um, And this is really impacted by uh, gut flora, of course. And so, one thing you can actually do to help with Dow is uh, take a low histamine probiotic. It's very important to get a low histamine probiotic because different gut or different gut bugs, you know, different flora in your gut um, will produce or help your body reduce the amount of histamine. So um, a low histamine probiotic can be helpful with that. Uh, the important cofactors for Dow, if you have a deficiency in these, uh, can decrease your ability to you know, make Dow um, vitamin C, B6, and copper. Um, I actually take all three of those, although I take B6 and copper in very low doses because it's really important for Vitamins to be in balance, and it's important for copper to be in balance with literally everything else. So, um, I try not to overdo it. Uh, you can also uh, take Dow as a supplement. They make Dao enzymes. Actually, I'm going to take one right now before I drink my coffee. But, <laughs> um, yeah. But um, you can just take Dao, and there's a bunch of different ways to do that. Uh, my preferred supplement right now, I think it's called Nature Dao. Um, it's made out of legumes. I don't know. I've tried a couple of different ones. Yeah, nature without an E, N-A-T-U-R, dao, legume active. I, for me personally, I don't know why, but it feels like it works more than the other options I've tried. And then something else you can do, which I do, is take um, desiccated kidney because there is dao in kidney. And uh, so I do that as well. Uh, I take a, just a couple of capsules a day uh, and so this is Dow. It's, again, it's present in a lot of your body, but primarily in the gut. You can support it with the gut. And that's like the first line of defense against histamine that you eat. Um, and then for histamine that's already in your blood, uh, you we are looking at an enzyme called uh, histamine N-methyltransferase. Um, so it just it catalyzes like the methylation of histamine, right? And we talk about methylation a lot. Um, vitamin C is again important for this. A lot of antioxidant-related things. So stinging nettle is actually um, helpful in in the production of uh, this. As is uh, quercetin. Bromelain helps quercetin work. Magnesium is great for this. Uh, there's a total. There's a. There are a bunch of supplements that like combine these things. dehist is one of the most popular ones. Noel has talked about that before. Um, and supporting uh, MTHFR stuff um, so can be helpful as well. So if you know that you're deficient in those, um, making sure that your B vitamins are in balance, maybe taking N-acetylcysteine um, or some glycine can help um, with that. Now, I'm talking about these different enzymes. The reason I need to pay attention to them is because I am genetically predisposed to produce lower amounts of both. Now this isn't true for like it's it's not very common but but it is a thing. And so if you've had your genetic testing done, you can look up uh these the particular codes for these um you know, genetic polymorphisms and see if you have them. And like I said, the MTHFR stuff can play a role in that as well. And, uh, but aside from genetic predispositions, uh, stress, gut flora issues, because I was talking about Dow, these can play a role. Uh, There's a syndrome called mast cell activation syndrome. Um, It's uh, that can also, if you've stumbled into having that, uh, then, and it's unclear, (laughs) it's unclear about how that uh, can come about. All of these different things can play a role in histamine, and of course, uh, if you just go really heavy on it, even as, you know, not having any of these predispositions, you still might feel it, right? You still might notice. Um, So those are the things that we can do to support that. Of course, eating a low histamine diet is also really helpful, but it's it's kind of tricky. Um, (laughs) There are two different classes of foods. One is foods that contain histamine, and one is foods that release histamine, foods that contain histamine tend to be aged. Histamine is naturally occurring everywhere and it is a part of breakdown processes. And so will grow in amount in food the, the longer it's aged. And so a lot of people who are histamine intolerant don't do like leftovers, right? But aged foods are, are quite high in histamine. So hard cheeses, smoked, aged meats, Uh, that sort of thing. Fermented foods are super high in histamine, so I actually don't, I'm not currently eating at them at all. Um, Alcohol, super high in histamine, super high in histamine, and will inhibit your ability to break it down. So, like, you got to be really careful. I do um, consume alcohol sometimes, but I always take, always take this, um, you know, this Dow supplement with it. Uh, red wine is especially high in it. Um, I have noticed, for example, um, that aged alcohol is even worse. So if like, say, a bottle of gin is open one day, I can have some. But if it's a few days later, it might get, or a week, you know, or a few weeks, then it can give me um, even more trouble. So um, so these are all uh, things. I'm not, uh, uh, yeah. And then uh, the histamine releasers. Uh, so coffee might be stress uh, is can actually be histamine releasing and um, go figure, of, go figure it. And, <clears throat> uh, and I've noticed when I've been in very high histamine, like periods, cause it's, I've gotten it, I've lowered it over the course of the last few months. Um, but, uh, like exercise would, would trigger my symptoms, right? So exercise coffee, of course, uh, is a very uh, complicated relationship. It's unclear whether there's histamine in coffee. It seems like no, but it can, uh, if your stress response is high, it can inhibit, right, if your cortisol levels are elevated, it can inhibit the processing of histamine, that sort of thing. You know, it can cause releasing histamine. Um, and a bunch of random foods are on the list of histamine releasers, um, st- strawberries, spinach, egg whites. I, egg whites I can't do, right? So, like, you know, it's anyway, this is a bunch of stuff that I've learned recently, and that's kind of all about the histamine histamine stuff. I'm not sure if I'm missing anything. I'm going to have my coffee now. I'm sure there's
0: plenty you're missing. We'll we'll definitely touch on it in all the years (laughs) to come. Um, (laughs) This is everything there is to know about histamine. So I think one of the things that I have noticed is that, well, it's interesting now being like, when you're sick on and off and you have a cold or whatever, it's like, oh man, like now you kind of get it, right? But I, it's like after we don't drink, that often, maybe once a week. It just depends. Um, Maybe twice a week, but usually like once a week and I'll have just, you know, one, I just have one drink. And I've noticed that when I wake up the next day after drinking or having a drink with dinner, like I will definitely feel like a little bit more phlegmy in my throat, which I was like, Oh, maybe that's what's happening. I'm in general, I don't think I'm too sensitive. I don't notice it a ton, but I have noticed it a lot. Uh, I've just become a lot more aware of the symptoms because of you, but also because of my husband and his allergies. So we do everything we can to help get histamine to be eliminated after when he, something triggers his allergies. And so we do a lot of the things you mentioned, like supporting the liver. We have a liver supportive supplement. We have um, histase, or you can use dehist, and then quercetin. Uh, so, and that seems to really help. And I can link to those in the show notes, and I will. I'll, tr- I'll- cool. Okay, cool thanks so much for being here guys um more from stephanie is at stephanie Gruber on instagram more from me i'm at coconuts and kettlebells on instagram and my website is coconuts and kettlebells uh, we love you guys we will talk to you next week